This is the Financial Coconut Podcast, Singapore's first personal finance podcast network. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut. Every Wednesday, you'll be chilling with me and my guests, who are some of the quirkiest, geekiest people we can find on the internet about how they do money and life. Sit back, relax. We are a few days away from the weekend. Welcome to Chills with TFC. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Life Happens Podcast. It's a collaboration between Prudential and Rice Media. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your Chief Financial Coconut. And we have, you know, a bunch of uh, people on set today to talk about their side hustle. So do you want to just introduce yourself so that everybody knows who you are? Uh, so first? Yes, oh, yeah. first. Hi, I'm Daniel. I'm from Rice Media. I'm currently the branded content editor on the editorial board. Um, on this side, I guess I'll be talking about side hustles today. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a radio DJ under MediaCorp, uh, under the station Indigo. Every Tuesday, I run the show Feature Proof with Daniel Peters. Alongside that, I'm also a freelance journalist and a copywriter. So you're a multi-side hustler. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you have a few stuff. What about you? Hi everyone, I'm Sarah from The Wee Blinks. We post, so my brother and I are The Wee Blinks, The Wee Siblings, and we post on TikTok stuff about finance, uh, investing, trading, and our journey to a million dollars. Nice. Have you gotten there? Unfortunately not. Okay, not yet. That's why, that's why she's still on the show. Okay? <laughs> yep, yes, yep, yes. Yep, still yourself? hustling. Yeah. Hi everyone, I'm Clarissa. Um, I'm a co-founder at Tao Tao. We make leather bags. Um, that's currently our side hustle, but um, hopefully one day will be a full hustle. We don't know. Great. So that's why we are here to talk about yes. it, right? And this whole thing is part of the Prudential Life Happens campaign. And there's also a brand partnership with Samsung, right? So if you are not a Samsung user, you can go out. Lah. Okay, <laughs> but... All that aside, okay, maybe we can go a little bit to provide the context for our audience that are tuning in, right? Like, help us understand a little bit more about your side hustle, you know, and maybe also your main hustle, rel relevance to your own side hustle, right? So that we set the stage before we dive deeper to discuss. So maybe you want to start first? Yes. yes. I, me and my partner, we are actually makers by hand. So we developed this brand called Tao Tao, mm. where we explore the boundaries between leather craft, like analog leather crafts, as well as digital fabrication, like 3D printing. I guess we were at some point in time, we were... Seeing of our know, work. Yeah, yeah. seeing of our work. You know, <laughs> didn't know what to do. So we started to explore how that, um, I guess, how the intersection of crafts would look like. Mm. So that's how Tao Tao developed. No? Okay, okay. Yeah, so today we, from that, I guess from that nighttime exploration, now it becomes part of like quite a good chunk of our side hustling. La. So hopefully one day it will become your full hustle. Okay, yeah, we will we will explore that as we okay. as we go down today's podcast. What about the rest of you? For myself, I've been a I guess a journalist and a writer for close to 10 years now. I originally started out um as a music and culture journalist. I think along the way, and I think this is something that you can attest to as a content creator, a lot of the skills that you pick up are kind of like you learn as you go. Yes. So um, I did find myself in a 
fairly stressful, but I will also say privileged situation of like having the opportunity to do different things like produce videos, do podcasts, mm. doing what I do now for a job, which is um, working with clients to produce branded content. Mm. So it was one of those things where for myself, having, I guess like going from job to job and like uh, you, you have like certain responsibilities, but for myself, my mind kind of wanders after a while. I don't know whether it's the ADHD thing because mm-hmm. yeah, it, it is kind of true for me as well. But uh, yeah, like it's like one you of the things- just say welcome we- to the club. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of those things where you, you want to do different there. things yeah. and like sometimes when, you're, when your job, fo- like you're focused on one thing, you kind of get distracted as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do feel that by doing, like having these side hustles, it's not just about, I guess like the financial benefits of it, but it's, gratifying in that way of like learning to apply yourself in different situations and different projects. Yeah. And um, yeah, like it to me really like having a side hustle is all about expanding your skill sets and in a way also kind of learning new things about yourself as a professional. No, but I think what is interesting about your story is yeah. that it sounds like your side hustles are an extension of your original main mm. hustle. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because like along the way, my, you know, the, what I've done uh, over the years have has kind of changed, you know, when I was doing uh, journalism and then I also did marketing as well. I did content production. I did podcast on the Singapore Community Radio. Now on the rise, you know, I'm doing branded content. Uh, I think to me, what I felt was important was that the skills I had kind of like acquired along the way I wanted to still make use of them. Mm. So that's how I guess like I managed to find the side hustles because these skills were something that I had and I didn't want them to kind of like mm. just like yeah just kind of like sit and they built yeah. on each yeah. other, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so like it, yeah, it's just all about I guess like the very gratifying um, experience of like applying yourself. Yeah. Mm. So to me that was why I decided to pick up side hustling in the first place. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that's a good point because I think a lot of uh, listeners, right, they're tuning in, they think of like side hustle, like it's a trendy cool thing, right? Everyone yeah, right, wants to right, have a side yeah. hustle, but they stress over it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do side hustle? Yeah. You know, then they pick up three books, you know, then they mm-hmm. read like, you know, and then they watch like 20 YouTube yeah. videos thinking that that will be a side hustle, yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah. I think it sounds like even your story, your story, it's all natural trajectory of your way of life, Absolutely. right? Like yeah. your skill sets eventually evolve into a side hustle. There's a there's a more natural trajectory. Yeah. So for me, um, my my main or my first main hustle, I was actually a writer as well. Mm. I was a fashion writer way back then, and then so I moved on to um another job which was very different, and then I started helping my dad with uh, our family business, doing uh communications, marketing, sales, so somewhat similar. And then during COVID, um, so I'm really close to my brother as well. So I work with my dad, but I'm also really close with my brother. And we, um, we've always wanted to start a side hustle together. So we've tried many things. We started a YouTube channel. We started an e-commerce business. One and a half years ago, we like hit the gold mine. Somehow we, a video we posted on TikTok went viral. And then that's how like our side hustle, the Weebling started. Nice. So is that still your side hustle? Is the Weebling still your side hustle? Because I feel like you're very full-time already. Yeah. So, so <laughs> right now I feel like instead of like one side hustle and one main hustle, I feel like I have two main hustles. There is, there is room to discuss, right? Like why hustle? Right. Because I think I, I personally, I feel like it's two sides of the same coin. Like essentially like, Hustling and laying flat, you know, mm. to me is the reaction to a very intense city life, yeah. right? Like at least in, in today's way of life, right? So some people choose to lay flat. Mm. Then some people will be like, hustle, right? So like, I think all of you can be safely put in the hustle group, right? You may not agree. Mm. We can talk. <laughs> we can talk. You may not agree, yeah. you yeah. know, but, but why choose to hustle rather than like, you know, lay flat and give up? 
I mean, for, for me, like, I hustle, right? Like, mm. like, having side hustle. So, you know, whether I like it or not, I'm engaging in, you know, hustling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you don't I, like the culture. I don't like the ethos of it because it feels very dog-eat-dog. Dog, you know, like, uh. Uh, the fact that you need to overwork yourself. Mm. You need to, like, focus on the grind set in order to earn your money, in order to make something out of yourself. When I feel that, you know, eventually, like, I feel like... um it's more important to kind of build like a stable, comfortable life for yourself. You know, aside from that, you know, having good friends around you. Mm. It's not about having friends around you who can tell you the best financial tips, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, like, you know how, how there are those tweets about... Hey, hey, we have very close proximity. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> the two of us you don't need to only have that. Okay. I mean, come on, okay, la. You, you okay. told me the friend that you came from yeah, today. Yeah, He's yeah, not yeah. a finance guy. I get it, I get okay, it. Yeah. okay, yes. The idea is that like... um. It's it's like you know the pursuit of like wealth you know finance to me is just it's it's part of you know being a professional you know you're working but like to me that's that's not my main goal in terms of like you know pursuing these hustles mm. I want to build skills you know I want to work with people I want to collaborate and uh, you want to create something meaningful whether if it's for yourself or for other people it's just building a healthier ecosystem rather than just getting side hustle so that I can accumulate wealth for myself. Okay, okay. But but I think, I guess when, when I was saying I wasn't a proponent for the culture, it's just because it seems like everyone, you know, proposes you really work yourself yeah. until, you know, you reach a certain amount of money. Like, like it, from what I've seen from the Weeblings as well, it's a lot more wise, strategic tips, you know. Oh, like, it's just two of them dancing. <laughs> <la>. <laughs> right, so, on TikTok, dancing, dancing. Dancing in tips, yeah, 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 yeah. Tips, yes, yes. Whereas, you know, Please on, don't on, destroy my brain. <laughs> Yeah, we are good friends, uh, so we can say some stuff. You it, cannot. It's, uh, it's yes. on the on the flip side, you know, yeah. there are those who just kind of like have a more aggressive approach, but it's not necessarily strategic either. Mm, so mm. I feel like that has been the main mindset, you know, the grind set basically, oh, which I feel okay. like that ends up tiring people out and making people more jaded. But okay. in fact, it's all about, I guess, finding how you can best apply yourself and then find out how you can yeah. hustle from there. Okay. Yeah. I think like my problem would probably with be with the hustle culture um, evangelist because I feel like they are pushing it. But I feel like if people decide that they, hustling makes them happy, then it's fine with me. So I think it really is the goal behind your hustling. Some people need to hustle to feel happy for whatever reason. So it depends on what. So some, for some people, it's money. For some people, it's family. For some people, it's it's um traveling freedom so mm. it really depends so I, I wouldn't say like one is right and one is wrong but it's just what makes you happy and to not listen to what people tell you to do i yeah. think taking action is is important yeah. right if you if you have a struggle you you want to solve it right. do something about it right i, I think. guess it's how easy or mm. quickly you are contented with things so i mm. think there's some people who are more easily contented which is good for them because they are happy with less mm. but for some of us, I guess we are not as easily contented, so we need to work harder to give ourselves. Yeah. I like the idea that of what Danny said, like hustling is an extension of your skill sets mm. and also your mindset. I think I think even like when we started Tao Tao for us, it was purely as a hey, let's see what can our two crafts bring together, right? And and I think at that point in time we weren't really actually thinking about okay, how are we gonna make money from this. It was only towards the later end when we actually finally got something fruitful out of it that we decided, oh, maybe let's try lah. We try and start a brand, start a business. Both of us are not really business-oriented uh, people. Uh, so I think taking on that challenge of pushing ourselves to, hey, let's try a new boundary. I think that 
is what spurred us on. Mm. Yes, the 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 a idea of itchy situation. Yes, correct. <laughs> and and like what you mentioned, la, like being active about things that you want to try. Mm. Then I guess over time as Tao Tao grew, then we started collaborating. So recently we collaborated with Prudential mm. a bit more. Very natural plug, huh? Love <laughs> it. Yes, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's through these collaborations that I think as clients they also helped us to explore things on the product system that we wouldn't have otherwise given our limited bandwidth or rather resources as well. Mm -hmm. Try to explore as yeah. well. Can yeah. you paint me a little bit more colour? Like, okay, so mm -hmm. it started with you and your partner. Both mm -hmm. of you are doing separate crafts yes. and you try to bring this thing together into a brand, mm -hmm. right? And you yeah. you make bags. At mm -hmm. first start with like five days, one bag, yeah. right? That's <laughs> <laughs> it's like five first days, start, one bag, how yeah. to make money, yes. right? Life is yeah. hard. Yeah. Okay, then, but but how, how, did, how did it develop? Like, how's your journey yeah. as the business developed? Can you share with us a little bit more? This is after we launched the brand, right? So we started selling law. So at that point in time, um, it was just two of us. So every order that comes in, we are we we're very happy. But that also means that wow, immediately the grind starts, uh, which means that we have to fulfill the bag. Yeah, yeah. So There's I no think no no yeah, movie, yeah, la, no. no life. So yeah. uh, every day after work, that's when yeah, yeah. La, you mm. start. So I guess from there we started selling more bags, started accumulating a bit more of money. Then um, from there we reinvest back to the business. And then started selling. It's not like we pumped in a lot at at the start, at the initial, but it's more of like pretty organic. Right? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mm. That's cool, that's cool. So yeah, across the board, right? I mean, we, have, we all have slightly different journeys as to how we arrive at outside hustle and all that jazz, right? But what is your goal then? Is it like financial freedom? Are you trying to go full-time into mm. your side hustle? Making it into a full-time, like a your main hustle. A million dollars. That's their tagline. And they have a very clear one. A million dollars, right? Follow yes. their journey, yeah? But but what is what is your goal? Is it is it financial freedom? I think that's what a lot of people yeah. want to achieve, yeah. you know, in, in doing side hustles. Yeah. I think financial freedom is sweet, lah. Sweet but <laughs> what's the but? I can hear the but coming. Yeah, I think also because we are quite driven by our interests as well. Like very strong driven, strong I mean both of me and my partner, we are pretty hands-on. So mm. in a way, we are always thinking, how can we get more people to know about our craft. We don't have a tangible number to that yet. Mm. So I think something like, how do we spread the word of us making bags? Like mm. how do we collaborate with more people so that the craft of hands-on making and maybe coming up with a brand of your own mm. might be kind of like a mid-term goal for us. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so in other words, it is not just about accumulating... Correct for yeah. success or for yeah. financial freedom. Yeah. There is some sort of existential element. Yes, yes, this, right? Like, oh yeah, I want to have yeah. a legacy. I want yes. to build my own brand. Yeah, yes, okay, okay. yes. Fair, fair. No and financial freedom will be sweet. Of course, of course, of course. I'm sure the, the ground can attest, all you watching yeah. can attest, yes. right? That's why you're watching. Yeah. Yeah. So but 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 what about you? Like 
I mean, is I, it I, financial freedom? I, I agree with Clar- uh, Clarissa that like financial freedom is sweet. And uh, if I had like that kind of almost unmitigated financial freedom, I'm not even sure that I'll pursue my interests in my hustles <laughs> the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would, I would say that in a way, like in a more existential like perspective, like the struggle is important. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess like like having that kind of like a struggle um, of you building your career and also like finding how how to apply your skills and your interests into like the kind of jobs that you do right like there has to be the sort of tension as well to kind of drive you to kind of do that so like um i'm not building towards a life where i i feel financially free but i feel financially stable mm. and i feel like that that's a baseline for a lot of people but you know i i feel like that's not a that's not a goal that it's so easily achieved as well depending on you know the kind of job that you do your circumstances whether or not you're building a family from young because let's face it you know when you have a family for example that's well, that's a different ball game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm lucky enough where you know I'm not in that situation at all right okay. now. So um, to me, it's just anyway sim- similar to Clarissa as well. Like it's it's it, it still aligns with my interests and you know how I apply myself. Okay. I, to, to me, that's more important. And like in the end, that that's what gives me fulfillment. Yeah, more more so than like having that kind of financial plan and a goal for me to reach. Yeah. I want to ask you, like, what's the difference between being financially stable and financially free for you? Because these terms are just thrown around all the times, right? So how do you define them? I would say financial freedom means that um, the choices that you make professionally really do not hinge on, like, um, you know, how much you make. Whereas financially stable, when you're financially stable, um, the jobs that you take, you're still accounting for your expenses, you know, like what, what your expenses are in life and making sure that the equation makes sense. La. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas financial freedom, I feel like that's just like you you have like a whole different like ball to play. La. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like to, to me, it's like, yeah, if I'm not going to build towards financial freedom, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I feel that like there's a lot more things to be fulfilled by in life than that. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, okay, fair. Oh, I'm the, the different one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want so, to financial free and don't yeah. do this whole thing. This the, is the grind set. So, I mean, for me, and I guess for Aaron as well, like my brother, I think for us, financial freedom is very important and that's the whole premise of our TikTok anyway. Mm. Um, for me, I don't like being in a box. So I think financial freedom is important to me because I don't like being told what to do and when. And right now, I mean, to a certain extent, even though we're doing our own things, we are still getting told what to do and when. Got deadline. Yeah. Got yeah. creative brief. Yeah. You're accountable for <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Always coming, I can you change this now, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and... I mean, it's not that bad, it's to be honest, uh, compared yeah. to other industries that I've been in. Um, mm. Clients are a lot more respectful mm. and understanding. But I think for me, um, because like we touched briefly on ADHD, mm. I have a lot of different interests. So I like being able to do multiple things at once. Mm. Um, so right now, focusing on one or two things is very, very difficult for me. And, I want, and so that's why for me, it's like financial freedom and then I can do whatever I want whenever I want. Okay, okay, yeah. fair. Not that I'll stop working per se, but I would be able to work on different things and not have to worry about making, like, focus on one thing, which is very difficult for me. Like, okay. the focus, yeah. Okay, fair, fair. So then what is the tangible steps then going towards this financial freedom, you know, from, from your own hmm. perspective, like, not the generic stuff, right? Like, what, yeah. what are tangible? What have, you, what have you done in this pursuit of financial freedom is it your is it developing your side hustles mm. you know like wh- what what are you planning for this so developing our side hustles and saving as much of the extra money as possible so for us uh, we're on a journey to a million dollars right and a million dollars because once we get the million dollars we're going to invest all the million dollars and take um dividends and reinvest it for as long as possible uh, so we hope that by the age 
40 at least, we should be able to get maybe six to $10,000 a month in dividends. So then we can do whatever we want. We'll still make money with our other side hustles or our current side hustles, but we don't want to have to do work that we find unfulfilling or maybe the client is not like a nice client, but they're paying a lot. And then we have to like say, okay. Basically, can be a lot more selective. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So then how important is this element of side hustle in your strategy towards that financial mm. freedom? Because I mean, the basics are there, right? Budget well, save well, mm. anything. You can check out our show. Okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but mine too. Yes, yes. Great, right? We've done this many, many times, right? So the basics are there. And I think a lot of Singaporeans mm. get the basics, you know, mm. but... A lot of times, I think it's also about the top funnel, right? Where you want to get a little bit more of the income and yeah. then you want to monetize your extra time. Yeah. You want to, you know, essentially essentially the genesis of a side hustle is to try to make more, right? Yeah. Of course, all the all the extra things is good, lah, yeah. like feel good, have your own legacy, all that. But but making more, you know, it, it's a big part, right? So yeah. just want to get your take, like how important is it in your strategy, you know, for financial freedom then? I think for us, sometimes we do feel a little bit burnt out because we haven't taken a single cent out yet. Like everything goes straight into investments. So I think, yeah, you have a point where now we're trying to figure out when and how we're going to take some money out so that we don't feel like we're constantly working for nothing. I think yeah. it's the same for us also. Like, yeah. Because you have not drawn a salary yeah, also. Yeah, we have not drawn salary from okay. Tao Tao. And a lot of it just goes back into, mm-hmm. okay, like what is the next collection kind of thing? What is the next ma- like material that we're gonna explore? So, yeah, I guess that there might be a certain sometimes I'm not sure if disappointment is the word, but it's like when mm. when can we get money out? Yeah, so that I guess once you can, I guess get money coming out, then I guess you will be one step closer towards achieving that kind of financial freedom, meaning that your business has form of access mm. yeah mm. do you think that you can reach financial freedom with your main with hustle? my main hustle just your main yeah, hustle yeah. without the side I think hardly <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. there are a few studies out yeah. there okay for all of you that don't know I cannot name draw okay but there are a few studies right I think if your your monthly income can be mm. in the ballpark of somewhere like a 9,000 mm. okay which 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 okay there are Singaporeans that yeah. are doing that okay 8, 9,000 uh, CBD lah right yeah. almost everybody mm-hmm. makes that yeah. kind of money right so if you're in that ballpark actually financial freedom in the essence of being able to do what you want yeah. and you know feeling liberated from the mm. grind you know um, can be achieved quite mm. confidently you yeah. know like, like the numbers just make sense mm. um, across a lot of surveys it shows that Singaporeans on the median expense about 4.5 thousand a month right mm. to live a very good quality of life yeah. right yeah. and and Every extra dollar that you make up, you know, is rarely it goes back into more expenses, mm-hmm. right? So if you increase your surplus on that level, then then it's fine, yeah, right. But I think for a lot of for a lot of like younger mm-hmm. people, you know, like or like the the more middle management, maybe they will squeeze a five thousand salary yeah. or like yeah. four thousand salary, and then it will feel a bit hard, yeah, yeah. 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 So so Absolutely yeah, la. then yeah. then you need the extra la, right? Uh, mm. that, that little push. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of like, you know, pursuing your, your side hustles also is over time with the experience. Mm. You know, part yes. of it is like self-respect. So like learning when to increase the prices and yeah. you know, uh 
I guess like like uh, uh, bolstering your brand and like mm. also if you're if you're building a financial strategy, it makes sense to charge more later later mm. down the line, mm. with the experience and the expertise that you bring as well. So like I feel like that's important and it's something that I it took a while for me to kind of adjust, mm. especially when when you're I guess like like a content creator in the in the respect right. Sometimes you just feel again like the the, the hustle is important. So you know as long as it's like a decent amount, then you're like okay right. But then after a while, the number doesn't go up. Yeah. Then yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense out in the yeah. end. So yeah, yeah, like it's all about that strategy of knowing when to really place your worth in how much you charge as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you can share a little bit more. How do you price yourself then? Right. I think honestly, every, everybody wants to yeah. know like all the side hustle secrets, right? So how do you price yourself? Honestly speaking, uh, it really took me a while. And in fact, like uh, I think it was a lot of reevaluation, realizing, oh my god, I actually put in a lot of years into yeah. this. Mm. I should be increasing. I should have increased it last year already. Mm. So um it really takes like that big leap as well. So I, I, I would say that like um you need to have an honest reevaluation of what you've done for work. Uh not just because not just of like the goals that you want to achieve, but what have you done mm. so far? Like what's in your portfolio, right? Not to not to humble yourself. In fact, like you kind of need to like guess yourself up or so. Yeah. So not to the point where you're deluded, like <laughs> you know, you're charging a lot, but like having the kind of honest evaluation of like what you've done and realizing that, oh yeah, I can, I should can charge more because I've really done all of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, you know, like like our, our culture, it, it is normal for like people to to want to be self to, to kind of like be self-deprecating, right? To be humble in their respect. But I do think you do yourself a disservice, lah. Yeah. Um, it's it's just being strategic and also being smart and also being self-aware. Yeah. So like, I feel like like when we talk about financial strategies, you know, that deals with human emotions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's all lah. You have to, you have to be self-aware of yourself so that you can reach the goals that you do want mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what about you? How do you how do you increase your price other than talk to me? Yeah. So <laughs> he was like our biggest help. <laughs> I think the first time we we were on his podcast after the podcast we sat down, he was like. You guys need to increase your price. Yeah. It's like, okay, the next day I increase my price. Yeah. And close, right? Yeah. Oh, you see? Yeah. Uh, right. The same for us. Yeah, so yeah. like like you, I mean you have Reggie. We also we we also had someone from our industry as well who who told us because our first bag that we sold, it was pretty much I think we had a 30% increase from mm. the first time we sold. So one of the reasons for that was I think they gave us like you know, as sometimes when you take into consideration the factors that go into pricing a physical product, yes, at this point in time, you're only looking at yourself. But then what, what about the other people in the chain? Like, let's say, for instance, you want to do consignment. I mean, one step to financial freedom in the selling of physical goods, right, is the more you sell in X number of time, the more yeah. you go up. When they're just sharing with us, like, the prices you charge are too low because it can cover you for now if you are starting to bring in consignment and paying other people to do your best. To do your fulfillment. Yeah, to do your fulfillment. You you will see yourself, your profits dwindling. And at that point in time, we were like, huh, but if we price too high, will people want to buy or not? Yeah. Yes. Yes, but then, I guess strange, strangely enough, I guess when you started pricing slightly higher, there's a premium, right? Yes. That mm-hmm. adds that adds to the brand value, yeah. and I think we benefited from that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was it was also a struggle for us to like, okay, we want to keep the brand affordable. But then you also have to sustain yeah. yourself. If not, you will yeah. burn out, I yeah. think. I mean, yeah. it definitely signifies to people that care a lot about these bags yes. and the effort yeah. that's put into yeah. each individual Correct. product, right? Yeah. And yeah. am I wrong? But there's also AI an element of AI involved as well in your in the manufacturing of your bags? No AI, la, but digital. Yeah. digital. So like digital okay. fabrication. So mm. like we because tr- we 3D print our hardware. Yeah. Ah, 3D printing. Yeah. So yeah. 
the common misconceptions like 3D printing is actually very cheap. It's cheaper than, let's say, if you have to manufacture like a whole truckload using traditional manufacturing methods. With 3D printing, I guess you can explore different colours and you can always keep your inventory agile. So your money is not stuck. Yeah. What you said about costs coming in later mm-hmm. was something that like my brother and I experienced when we started our e-commerce business. Yeah. So we sold um iPad sleeves that we designed yeah. during COVID. Yeah. And at first we were like, we're gonna sell them. Mm-hmm. We sold them for a really, really high price, like much higher than uh other sleeves that we were seeing online mm-hmm. because we wanted to target a specific group of people mm-hmm. and we were like, oh our profit margin's amazing, it's gonna be like 80%. <laughs> No, after the shipping. That sounds like Aaron. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 yeah, it's going to be amazing. 80%. Yeah. <laughs> for Aaron, and then like, yeah. with COVID, with COVID shipping to America, so we, we, tar- we were targeting um, US customers mostly, mm. overseas customers. And the shipping overseas during COVID went up to like $40 <gasps> per parcel. So yeah. we were like, oh no, we did not account for that. So basically our profit margin shrank. Yes. Like, a lot. Yeah. 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 But but for, for clarity's sake, I think for a lot of listeners, they are not at the level where they can raise price. Okay? Mm. Or they are not yeah. even at the level Correct. where they can come in at a premium. Yes. Right. I think yes. I think we must also clarify yeah. that. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. If you are new, you know, you have a full-time job mm. and then you are looking at building this side hustle. But I do think you that know? you can come in at a premium, like Seriously? right from the beginning. Because that's what oh. we did um okay. for our e-commerce business and even for for Weeblings, I think uh, when our for our first project, I came in at a premium because based on my previous experience and with friends who also are in the entrepreneurship space, we realized if we don't start charging high, we will never be able to increase our price. So mm-hmm. like with my family business as well, it's a service-based business. So our struggle is that we've been charging the same price for 10 years and it's so hard to increase your price once your clients are used to it. So with that, um, for my for our very first like sponsored video, Aaron was like $50. Wow! <laughs> I was like, I'm charging a thousand dollars. Yeah. So until you meet me. Yes. And, and <laughs> yeah. But the problem was after that, I never increased my price. Okay, okay, <laughs> but we okay. went. But things that you can, I feel like going in at a premium still gives you an itch. Because imagine if we went in at fifty, no matter how many, you have to tell me like fifty times to increase my price before I can even get Hit to yeah. close yeah. to where I am now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Fair. But I think I think it's also for for people for our listeners tuning in, right? Yeah. Like you must be ready to say that, okay, mm. if you come in at a premium, you are essentially pricing out Correct. some audience Correct. or yeah. some yeah. You know, client. Yeah. Right? Oh, but branding. So branding is yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. okay. So branding gives you the additional edge. Yes, yeah. of course, right? In, in developing yeah. and trying to charge a premium. Yeah. You know, but as we raise our prices, you know, yeah. you, you will see less yeah. and less yeah. You know, yeah. kuchikurang brands working yeah. with us. Yeah. It's just very hard because yeah. they cannot afford, yeah. right? You so find you, the balance, yeah. Right? So, so you gotta. And yeah, I, I would sure say, think that if you charge more, you know, yeah. you will. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I so think I, especially for yeah. service based. Exactly. I feel like for exactly. consumer products, maybe a little bit easier yeah. to it, go in as at a premium I, with I branding. Think, I think that's also a fine line because mm. if let's say your product quality cannot match that oh, pricing, yes, yeah. then mm, also sure. will be hard. So I think. Yeah, Lord, there's a fine line between mm. how much you want to raise and like let's say for instance, if you're you're pricing your back at this margin, your similar competitor yeah. in this space or so mm. is pricing at yeah. maybe similar price. In terms of quality, mm. how 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 much different are y'all? Okay. So that's something that we take into consideration when we price. And also, you guys are craftspeople, yeah. so I think quality is very important. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's unlike essential. Yeah. Yeah. Cannot negotiate one. Yeah. Right. It's an artist problem. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. but if like, people are marketers, mm. then they will care less about the quality it's and true. more about like marketers how they want to sell. Yeah. About the story. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. The brand. 
Fair, fair, fair. So then I think with that, with that as the setting, right? I think you guys are very excited about your side hustle, la, you, know? <laughs> you know, but why aren't you going full time? You know, like why aren't you doubling down and like mm. just making it your main thing? Mm. I think I still get a lot of like learnings and I guess exposure with working with different people in the industry from my main job. Okay. And and I think like I guess like let's say for Tao Tao to grow, right? If eventually if we would to have a team, I think knowing how to manage or lead a team is also quite crucial. And I and I get that from my day job. So I think the I guess the intrinsic value or the intri- intrinsic motivation to stay in my day job is the exposure that I get and the learnings that I get that can be, I guess, applied. That can be translated into. So you haven't yeah. reached a point where like both sides are like struggling. You know, because I reached that point where like, Alama, I cannot. Like, you, know, you don't I, know if my, you can give your yeah, like, full. Yeah, I just cannot give yeah. my full on either. Yeah, I'm stressed so thin. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like my main hustle, you know, I can't give everything. Yeah. My side hustle, I can't give yeah. everything. I have to I have to call it quits on something. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So where are you on it? Yeah, I I think I think there's a struggle that a lot of people find. Of course. Well. And I'm sure Clarissa, you you've yeah. had your days as well, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah, like um it's it's finding the balance and also I guess like learning when to, you know, it's healthy to tap out and just mm. to kind of take a break yeah. for a while as, yeah. as well. But the fact is like, you know, quote unquote self-care is very popular <laughs> yeah. topic right and, uh, <laughs> sometimes so much to say about yeah. that okay but and sometimes <laughs> it's, it's an inherently privileged kind of like conversation uh-huh. because there are only certain kinds of people who can afford to just take a break for self-care exactly, when yeah. other people have to continue working yeah. as well mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think for myself like um, similar to Clarissa as well like the reason why I'm still at Rice as well as a full-timer is because Rice pays quite well <laughs> <laughs> Aside, aside from there, I see all um, the faces at the back. The, the, Sorry. <laughs> the people who I work with, you know, the projects that I do, there's a lot of value as well and a lot of things to learn from. And I think I've made a career from learning from my job. And I think that that mm. itself is a privilege. Yes. So being uh, being able to expose yourself to new ways of working, new mm. skills, new opportunities. And, uh, you know, like like that. that's the kind of opportunities that sometimes you can't get from side hustling full-time. Mm-hmm. Full hustling, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so for now, I see a lot of value in working at Rice. So, you know, there are a lot of talented people there. So, um, whenever that day comes, I don't know. But for now, like, yeah, I see a lot of value in working at Rice. So, yeah. so which is why I'm contented with keeping the other things as side hustles. But eventually, if you make this into a full hustle, mm-hmm. then you will have new side hustle, right? The cycle uh, repeats. Yeah, that's like a never-ending <laughs> yes. cycle, huh? It's a bit scary. So uh. annoying, so annoying. <laughs> but you, why why not full-time yet? I mean, I, I, you're doing quite I, well, I, I, I kind I mean, frankly, it's about the consistency of the money. I think mm. you know that um, in our industry, it can be very busy mm. one month and next month's like, quiet mm. so i think um that's one of the reasons and i i kind of feel like we are already kind of like full time mm. but i think for me it's because i'm working with my dad and cannot i'm helping no family that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no cannot say no but i i am very happy helping him mm. so i feel like there isn't a pot there when because it's more flexible my boss is my my boss is my dad, right? So there isn't someone that I have to come in and like take leave to do certain things, like come for interviews or it's very flexible. So I haven't felt that tension as much. Okay. I mean, sometimes I do feel very, very busy, but at least I think dad, brother, both are understanding. So, okay, yeah. okay, fair. But I think for a lot of our listeners tuning in, right? I mean, 
the word of advice that I have for you guys, right, is at some point in your life, uh, you got to take a bet. Mm. Yep, yep. Right? At Bear some point yourself. in life, you got to take a bet. What's the worst? Just go back to the job. Yeah. Mm. Right? So, and, and I think a lot of Singaporeans, if, if you can get to a position where, you know, like you got a mm. brand going, you know, or like mm. we, got a, we got a media, mm. you know, team going, you know, you got, you got your thing yeah. going, but you're still on the fence, huh? Yeah. yeah. Right? Then, then you have to ask yourself like, under what circumstances will this situation repeat itself? Is this going to be another five years of grind and another thing such that it repeats itself that you can make a decision again? You know, if not, then what's so problematic about taking that bet? Mm. Right? Yeah. So I think that is important. But of course, you keep your finances low, that will make it easier. You know, those best practices apply, right? If, if you every weekend still need to like jalan jalan and buy this, do that, everything you got to do, then it becomes very hard, you know, for you to, yeah, just kind of call it quits on your main hustle and double down mm. on your side hustle, even though the income may not. Be yeah, 100%. Yeah, but also uh, it's the goal of the business, right? Some people just want the side hustle to remain a side hustle just for yeah. because it's like a hobby yeah. or they just want additional income on top of their full-time job and yeah. they don't really want to like manage people, build an empire, build a business. Mm-hmm. So I guess... I want that uh, you can join my team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. he, uh, he also pays very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, la, okay. Okay, so yes. Uh, maybe last question. <laughs> last question. Faster end this conversation. No, wow. no, this is the end <laughs> Last question, okay, last question. Like, I think uh, in the essence of, you know, doing a side hustle, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, they they are on the fence thinking about it, right? We've, we've kind of shared a lot of like bit, bits and pieces or like how do you think about it, the different types of side hustles, you know? So if uh, any last things you have, like one tip for them, you know, to, to kind of get going. Um, if you're going to uh, build a side hustle just to make more money, I say no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I say yes, though. Huh? Yeah. I, I'm okay, like, different yeah. perspective. Yeah, different perspective. But, but yes. yeah, like, like, I think for me, it's just that like, um, in the end, you, you, there, is a, there is a danger of tiring yourself, right? And I think it's more of like, finding that interest and learning how, that, how you can apply yourself mm-hmm. um, as a professional. Because it's a side hustle, you have time to build it. So I would say don't rush into it in, in that way. Like, yeah. yeah. If, if, you, if you're doing it just for money, then yeah, but also don't rush into it. So because... Especially if you have a full-time job already and you have that baseline covered, then take your time. Make sure that when you're going to go into this, you're going to bet yourself. You're going to bet big and it's going to be a confident bet as well. So like sometimes when people say, when people say bet yourself, sometimes it might be misconstrued as like a risky bet. You know, like you just need to take the bet, you know, leap of faith. But sometimes a measured bet also is, is what can make things, you know, like a worth it. For me, I would say um, understand your goal of starting the business first. So if you just go into a side hustle without knowing why you're doing it, you can end up being running a business that you you don't enjoy mm. or is not actually meeting your goal, right? So I think discover the goal, understand your goal, and then start the business. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So if it's, whether it's money, whether it's a hobby, whether it's just a, an out, creative outlet, like get that sorted first and then start the business. 
and it actually evolves over time. Yes. Maybe when you first yeah. start, you know, I, I just started the thing because I wanted a rent. Yeah. I was very yeah. annoyed <laughs> with what people are talking about, so I rented, and and it, it grew yeah. as it grew. Yeah. Then you go through multiple yeah. iterations of it. Right. It's like now this brand is beyond just your rent. Yeah. Right? But you, so, I guess you always have to go back and think about yes. it. If not, you won't be moving towards a specific path. You'll just be. Fair. Love it. Love it. And for you? I I think like starting a side hustle because you will be working on top of your day job, right? Because mm. it's a side. I think interest is very very important because mm. it's what will sustain you. It's, I think it's yeah. what will keep you going through the night. Uh. Mm. But maybe if your interest is for money, then I guess that also yeah. will sustain yeah, that, you. That, that's totally valid. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's also very important to know what your interest is. Mm. And like, I think, I don't know whether interest will be similar to goals, but like, like I think it's more of like for, for me it's more like skill set aligned like how can I grow in terms of my skills how can I take on a new challenge yeah so I think that's what keeps us going when you're working from 6 to 12am yeah. mm. that kind of thing yeah yeah, okay. I think I think one thing cool about side hustle is that yeah, your relationship with the work and with the side hustle yes. itself evolves over time. Yeah. yeah, you get to learn a lot about yourself also, and um, along with the skills that you you accrue also, the people that you meet, mm. um, yeah, like your capabilities as well. Like uh, you you get to learn a lot about yourself lah, and I do yeah. think it's worth it. But yeah, yeah, slow steps I feel because yeah. you don't want to burn out doing your exactly side hustle, exactly mm. because yeah. like let's say for instance you you have built a brand in your side hustle. Mm -hmm. You don't want that brand to just die. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't manage your own energies or your time. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. I actually have a slightly different view, right? Mm. So for me, it's like, okay, you can be happy doing it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but at some point you got to grind and double down. Mm -hmm. Right. And yes. it's, it's not always just about enjoying what you do because reality is as you're building a side hustle, you know, if it's a tendency to be a business, yeah. then uh, there are a lot of problems to solve. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, I think I think recently I was telling somebody, oh, why the problem never end? Yeah. Mm. And then the person was telling me, that is the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should not believe that the problem will ever end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think I think there's a lot of those kind of uh, ideas that need to be reshaped. If yeah. you're thinking of doing a side yeah. hustle, there will be the fun part. You will have the goals that you want to go for. You there will also be the pain, also. right? Yeah. There will be the annoyance. They'll be like, oh, why client like that? Yeah, yeah. You know, Absolutely. why my team like that? You know, there's always... <laughs> You know, it never ends, right? Mm. So, so but that's what sustains the business. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't have these kind of problems, right, that means... That means there's no activity. Is, yeah, <laughs> that means nothing gone. is going on. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that yeah. is something that we should yeah. be worried. Yeah, thank you for your time. Thank you, thank you. Thank Lovely, you. awesome. <laughs>